Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. JD Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For JD Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com/awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello and welcome to another Egg Chasers Rugby podcast. The podcast about rugby doesn't take itself or the game too seriously. This is an extra special line edition, but before we get into it, please follow us on Twitter, follow us on Facebook, look us up on Acast, and subscribe on iTunes or whichever podcast app that you use. As always, I am joined by Phil in studio. Hello, Jonathan. And down the line in the shipping container, it's Timothy. Hello, Tim. Uh, yes, in the TMO shipping container. Hello, Philip. Hello, Jonathan. Hello, Tim. Wow. Tell you what, boys, shipping container or not, what a day. It, actually, what a week. It's been building nicely. It's getting more and more exciting it, to the point that the teams are now out. We now know who is going to face off and we can almost hit peak levels of excitement. Well, peak tier levels of excitement. <laughs> I am so excited. I just want to know what the Lions coaching team have done with Warren Gatland. I don't know. <laughs> is, 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 I mean, we've had hot weather in the UK. Is it, is it hot in New Zealand? Has Warren had heat stroke? And, or, or is this just this is a, an unprecedented level of unexpected behaviour from what, one of the most predictable men in rugby? Warren moves in mysterious ways. I, I don't know. I mean, he's not that predictable, to be fair. Um He's just made the right. He's just made the right calls. He's just well, gone once, out okay, and made the right calls. Once every four years, once every four years, he does something very unpredictable. <laughs> yeah, I guess the most unpredictable thing he did was win a Grand Slam in his first season coaching Wales. That was pretty unpredictable. Um, well, was, why? Are you, I, I don't understand you jumping to his defence like this. I'm, I'm not. not I'm, I'm not. I'm, I'm not, not knocking I'm saying, his credentials. You're I'm right. not knocking his coaching credentials. I'm saying that you can normally set your clock by Warren Gatland decisions and four years ago he dropped Bod and it was the right call yeah and, but that and was unpredictable just, yeah yeah okay just, yeah, I get that and he's just thrown us a curveball four years later that no one was expecting called yeah. up uh, Tommy Francis that wasn't predictable <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know we, we predicted the mass influx of Welsh players after their game uh, months ago but no this is great I'm so excited having seen the team alright well yeah. temper your excitement Tim because I've got something which is going to pique your interest. Hmm. So, Phil knows the answer to this question, but Tim doesn't, because I've kept it under, under my hat until I get to speak to Tim directly. So, when do you think Corey Hill first joined up with the Lions? 
so they had their game on Saturday. Um, then they finished that. And then they they didn't have a game till Tuesday. He was benched on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. I would have guessed he would have got there Monday morning. Yeah, Monday morning. And well, he knows the calls very well, wouldn't you say? Sorry? So He knows all the calls very well, wouldn't you say? Well, he didn't get on the pitch, did he? Well, who knows. But, <laughs> well, we know he didn't get on the pitch. He has been with the Lions, Tim, since May. Hey? He has been training with the Lions since May. Right. I, I, I don't want to talk about this, because this is detracting <laughs> from the excitement and uh, <laughs> what, what, what this whole podcast is about. Well, it is. This, you're, you're gonna make You're going to make me really angry, and I don't want to. <laughs> and I heard, you, I heard you on another podcast. Now, I, I have got a little bone to pick with you, oh, John. Oh, no. What, what have what? I done? <laughs> no, listen. When someone has a different opinion to you, does not mean they are, and this goes for, I would say, the majority of the rugby community. You you cast the aspersion on the majority of the rugby community, and I would say the majority of ex-Lions and players in general. Uh, you called them virtue signalers. You called them crying co- crocodile tears. Yep, all those things you, are correct. You called them being overly dramatic yep. uh, because they have a different opinion to you. Anyone with a different and, uh, opinion to me should be thrown in a wood chipper. <laughs> Hear me now, believe like, me later. Yeah. Well, well, people heard you back then when you said Ben Teo uh, would never make it to the England team. Well, it did look unlikely when he played for Leinster. So, and people heard you. People heard you a couple of weeks ago when you said, "Hear me now, believe me later." Jared Payne will be the fullback for the Lions. But let's talk about who is fullback for the Lions because it's Liam Williams. Well, when the facts change, so do my mind. And uh, yeah, it's an interesting one, isn't it? Liam Williams. I mean, he played sixty minutes plus. He played a whole game actually. Yeah, he played the full game on Tuesday. Yeah, well, I guess this would be a weird one for Gatland, wouldn't it? So you put your players out, they play really well, and they come back and say, boss, can I, can I play, play the test? And he goes, no, you play too well, too hard for too long. <laughs> you, can't, you can't play on Saturday. <laughs> so I guess, I guess his hand was forced in a lot of ways. Well, I am astonished. I'm absolutely astonished. Like, like you, Tim, I thought this was going to be the most predictable of Gatland decisions. Um, and... I was I was certain that Halfpenny would start at fullback. For for one thing, he played really well as well against um, the Maori All Blacks. Mm. He's slightly different to Liam Williams in that he's not as attacking as Liam Williams, but he was excellent. He was great under the high ball. Obviously, his kicking's good. His defense is uh, and his defense and his defensive positioning is very good. Do you know what I think Liam Williams brings, which George North doesn't? Go on, Ricketts. Yeah, and something more than that, um, bravery. Now, if, really, yeah. Now, if you want to watch someone, if you want to find out how brave a player is, watch him go up for a high ball, watch him go make those tackles. I mean, if you watch Liam Williams, there is not a man too big for him to tackle, and there's not a ball too intimidating to catch. I just think that's the kind of guy you need. I'd I'd say those characteristics are exactly the same as Halfpenny. No, Do sorry, you- I'm not talking about George North here. Right, okay. I, I, I think I think you bang on with Halfpenny. Yeah, like he, too brave. Halfpenny definitely has those. Definitely, I'm thinking back to the try saver on Luther Burrell. Yeah, yeah, three years. Oh, he just corner. writes himself off continually. I mean, that's probably yeah. why he's going to shorten his career by two or three years. <laughs> but uh, yeah, with George North, I can I just get it. I mean, that makes sense. Hmm. So, it, but it is a departure because again, we everyone just assumed that Halfpenny was absolutely nailed on yep, that 100%. Um, because because Liam Williams have played eighty minutes as much as anything. So, does this signal? Do you think a, a change in intent in the way that 
we that we were anticipating they're going to play. Um, I think it might it has to, doesn't it? It has to. There's no other. Mark, you, you can't you can't avoid playing another way when you have Liam Williams at fullback rather than Lee Halfpenny. Marginally, yeah, I think it will be a slight departure, but not enormously. I think if they'd have put, I don't know, someone like CJ Stander in, if they'd have put um, Jonathan Joseph in at thirteen. Mm. You might have, or even if they put um, Farrell and Sexton both in, you might have seen a real departure from See, the, the style of play. But I think it's a minor tweak to the way they play rather than a major overhaul. So the way I see it is, I think Halfpenny, dropping him is a real risk because he's so good defensively and he's so good with his positioning. Yep. It allows everyone to defend slightly differently. Now, when you have... Uh, Williams, I'd have put Williams on the wing instead of North and probably kept hot, um, kept Halfpenny. You're bringing in Elliot Daly. Are you not just kind of? I'm not saying Elliot Daly is not not positionally sound. He probably is, but he's certainly internationally not as experienced. Definitely. And I think having half, I think Halfpenny and Williams would be a very good combination to to field the All Blacks kick, kicking game. Well, do you probably know a more efficient you know way. Yeah, I'd say that actually Warren Gatland has gone quite Eddie Jones with his selection. He's got a kind of slightly bigger man. I mean, Elliot Daly's got proper gas. Don't get me oh, wrong, he does huge amounts. But he's a he's a he's a big unit, and he's got a a good boot in the back three. And then you've got your you've got your gas gas man on the right wing, who's more jinker and uh, more of a stepper and a and a sort of a counter attacking threat. Um, and then Liam Williams. So uh, yeah, it's. It's, it's, it's a different blueprint, and I'm absolutely loving it. Absolutely loving this. I think it, it demonstrates that they're going to try and do what they've done in the other games and have a strong forward platform, try and bully them a bit up front, but not going to be afraid to take the points, which they're going to need to do. And you look at the Ireland team that won in Chicago, mm-hmm. and they had, they had you know, um, Simon Zebo, guys like that were in the back yeah, three. Let's not get carried away with the back three because it's only a small amount of the game. I mean, the other thing you've got to look at is I think Sexton's a better ball player than Farrell. So he's gone for the solid choice there. And also he's gone for two very direct centres. So, yes, it is a good reason to be excited because these players are very exciting. But on the other hand, it does look like we're in for a lot of Warren ball. He's got two very big guys running down channels at 12 and 13 in the center yeah yeah very direct i think we will i think we will still see warren ball but there is that sparkle if we if we do get some turnover ball there's opportunity yeah do, do you know what's weird it, it's sort of weird that i, I always thought that if he, if you pick tail he would pick sexton because of like, like they played lens. together yeah they played together i just thought that might be of more value yeah. Well, Far- Farrell and Te- Teo have been in England camps. Yeah, that's they fair. have often enough. They have. I also thought that Farrell would almost certainly start at twelve. It's it, it's a good selection. I really like it, and it's solid. Yeah. Are you two both happy? You've obviously said yes. Tim, are you happy with this this team? Uh, I I am. I mean, if if I was selecting, I would have just gone for it a little bit more. I think you can have enough confidence in the pack that. The backs are going to get some balls. So I probably would have gone Sexton, Farrell, Joseph as my midfield. Um, Because we've got this exciting back three, but like you say, two big units and Teo not known for his distribution. So how much of the ball will they see? So we'll wait and see on that. I think it's going to be a relatively simplistic game plan despite the selections, but I'm I'm just really pleased by it. I am really pleased. 
I, I, looking at the forwards, I probably would have had Kratoji as my second row, but I don't. I'm not overly fussed about Alan Wynne Jones. That's not a bad fella, is it, to be a no. trading prize prize winning Marrow for? I mean, I think we can say, can't we, with the selection and dropping as captain, he's clearly picked on form. What he's seeing in training has obviously been reflected. Yeah, the only one there I'd question is, I've not seen Alan Wynne Jones have a good tournament. No. I'd but, say he's been the, the fourth slash fifth. In fact, do you know what I'm going to call it? I think he's been the fifth. He's been the least best performing lot. <laughs> he hasn't played badly, but Henderson's had a couple of strong games. Henderson's and I think Laws, well. Laws is very, very close to Kratoji for the third spot. So I think Courtney Laws should feel very hard done by and Alan Wynn should feel very, very lucky. Yeah. Yeah, I'd go with that. I I think the more the, one of the more interesting things in this team selection is the bench. No. So the, yes. yeah, the, the bench is interesting. The bench is slightly disappointing for me. Why? So two Is ga- it because Warburton's on it? Well, there's two Warburton, Warburton and Halfpenny. Yeah, two guys who I wouldn't have as impact. I I would I would start them or nothing. Yeah, I'm completely with you now. It's those those two. And it's so there's there's four guys that um, Gatland obviously really trusts, and he's made very tough calls with all four guys. George North cut yep. him out. Halfpenny dropped to the bench. Warburton dropped to the bench, and Alan Wynne Jones is is in the team. Yeah, you have to ask, don't you? What does Halfpenny bring off the bench? Yeah, particularly because it's not his kicking. If you've got Farrell and Elliot Daly. Elliot Daly on there, yeah. and then and Sexton on the bench as well. Yeah, uh, and yeah, yeah. I mean, Sexton's a very, a very nice bench player. As is Reese Webb. I mean, those two yeah. are brilliant. Those two very happy with Itoji. Happy with Owens, McGrath, Sinclair. Very happy with all. Dynamite. Of them. Yeah, very happy with all those. It's just the half penny. You could have gone for Stander and Noel. Say. Yeah, I would have gone with those two. It's. I mean, like we spoke about this, didn't, didn't we? Like, do you, how do you want to close up the game? It feels like they want to close out, or half the bench wants to close it out by running hard and making an impact, <laughs> and the other half wants to start. But I Maybe guess, that's good. Maybe yeah. the balance is just right. Yeah, I, I guess if they're ahead, they're going to want to bring on Warburton. They're going to want to bring, bring on Halfpenny. Warburton to tackle, 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 rook, 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 yeah. rook. Yeah, and Halfpenny to stop all this nonsense sort of cross-field kicking game. And yeah. You just don't the kick, know. The kick pass. And I guess if the, if the back three are a little bit internationally inexperienced well you can bring on halfpenny to shore things up so I'm, I'm kind of looking for excuses now but that's i guess that'd be the counter argument a few yeah a few tweets we've got um bob depledge on twitter at rugby podcast said a uh, little bit left field to an extent what does halfpenny offer from the bench that wouldn't be covered by noel or joseph with sexton kicking kind of what we said already yeah uh, john i like this one says this is like the election a month ago. Everyone thought one side... Well, actually, the election was only a couple of weeks ago. Uh, this is like the election. Everyone thought one side would crush the other. Now it might be far closer, but I still think they'll lose. Uh, yeah, it does It does feel a little bit like the excitement I think everyone felt when we realised the election night was going to be a long and very interesting one. Uh, Lawrence Hooper says, clearly the real Gatland is tied up in a dark room somewhere alongside the real George Ford, who kicks at 60%. <laughs> and... And Sai says, no, no Itoji and Alan Wynn starting. It's almost as if Warren needs to up his Welsh quota. Well, I reckon there might have been a bit of horse trading going on. People going, that seriously, we want... You can't start George North. Fine, well, I've got to have another Welsh somewhere. He's uh, Alan Wynn. I'm having Alan Wynn in. And Liam Williams. Bring Liam Williams in. 
Yeah, bring Liam Williams in. But he's Philly Halfpenny. Okay, we'll put a halfpenny on the bench and I want the same number of Welshmen. We should talk about the opponents. Well, just one other question for you two. Any areas of concern, any areas of weakness that you see with that team, that that Lions team? Yeah, they might not be good enough. Like from 1 to 15, <laughs> they might not be good enough as a team. Uh, that is my biggest... I've got no problem with the individuals. I think the individuals are easily good enough to compete. It's just, can they mould this together as a unit? That is my... Centre. Fair. Yeah. Cent- centre. Centres don't concern me one bit. Maybe defensively, right, they might get found out. I'm, really, I'm less cons- I'm less concerned defensively than I am if 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 their kind of bullocking runs get shut down. If if New Zealand's defence is on its game, yeah, but that's what these, Bill, that's what these boys Sonny Bill do. Sonny Bill and Crotty aren't too shabby. But if, well, that, well, if New Zealand do shut down, then I, I don't know. Again, I'm just worried that we've got Watson Williams daily, and they're not going to get the ball. Well, I'll tell you what, if they can shut down those boys, they can shut down anyone. Uh, I think these two centres have got as good a chance of breaking the line. Getting it. In fact, I am I'm buoyant on the Lions' chances. Uh, I'm I'm actually calling this as a Lions win by four points. Wow, calling it early before the Leo Vegas bet of the week. Well, we can't play the music, you see. So we'll. Oh, can we not? No, we can't. <laughs> um, so my 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 area of concern. I'm very happy with the team. Little concern over those two on the bench, but the balance feels right on the bench. The area of concern is actually surprising because they're two of the be- been two of the best players. Tight head prop, purely because you've got two guys who are early twenties. Yeah, don't have many test caps at all between them. Don't have a huge amount of experience between them. Yeah, and Furlong's scrimmaging has been good, but it hasn't been absolutely dominant. Yeah, and kind of that's what I wanted to see. You know, I wanted to see. I know Andrew Sheridan's a loose head, but I wanted. I wanted to see um, Andrew Sheridan versus Australia when he went through both their tight heads yeah. like, back to back. Yeah, that's what I wanted. But uh, yeah, we'll we'll take it. Uh, but I'm happy with solid and not giving away pens. Yeah, that'll, I mean, that'll do me. If that's if tight head is my biggest concern, then that's a pretty small concern because those are two handy players. So I'm going to put the put the argument forward for the Lions now and I want you to counter it. Okay. Right. So I think the Lions are going to get the better of the All Blacks on the game line. I think from uh, basically throughout the entire pack all the way out to the, to, to the team they all get, get over the game line. I don't think the All Blacks will get over in get over the game line with the same kind of in, uh, same kind of effectiveness. I also think the Lions defence is going to be very good. I've not been this excited for a defence for a long time. And it's good grasp on the situation and it's been improving and improving and improving and I think against the uh, ch- the Chiefs they could just kept on going for 80 minutes their fitness was incredible I mean it really was top draw and then and this can be used as a, pre- a pejorative but don't take it um, in um, in uh, in that way I think there's the Irish confidence from beating the English and beating the All Blacks and I think there's the English arrogance they've not met the All Blacks yet but I I believe players like Farrell have no fear going in, going into this whatsoever. They're going to be sky-high sky confident. And if they keep it tight, keep it tight for the first 40, the All Blacks will start to doubt themselves. And that's when I think things will, things will change. Okay. A few points there. Mm-hmm. Um, specifically... The yeah, one... I've, I've forgotten what the first one was. So. <laughs> uh, first one... Well, game line. Game first line. One, Defense. Lion... Confidence. Li- yeah. First one, Lions... Gain line, lines have got a great chance on the gain line. Equally, New Zealand have a great chance on the gain line. They've got some 
incredible ball carriers, Reed's back, Kano, both the second rows, all of the front rows, Sonny Bill in the centre. They're all incredible ball carriers, but also they've got a bit more skill. So they can get the half gap, get the offload Mm. in. New Zealand forwards can pass better than Lions backs. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Uh, possibly lying centers. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. The the other point is the staying at halftime and Lions will think. Now, New Zealand, uh, in their last, the their last six... Second half, they're amazing. Well, their last six home games... In the final 20 minutes, they've outscored their opponents 91-0. Oh, my word. So even if you get in at half-time, even if after 60 minutes you're within touching distance... I mean, Wales have had a few games recently against Blacks where... They're in touching, yeah, you're In right. touching distance after 60 minutes, and they've, then they've ended up losing by 30 points. So it's... I am I'm way more confident than I have been previously. That still doesn't mean, I think, the... Or uh, the Lions can win, and I, and I would just I'd, I'd say looking turning over towards New Zealand a little bit more as as Phil said that that pack is really only one man short of World Cup winning pack, and that's Richie McCaw who's hard to replace, and Sam Kane's pretty tidy. Um, Do you know what I don't think? I mean, I've not seen enough. Sam oh, Kane. mind you, they're missing Dane Coles as well. But no, so that that pack that pack is it really really impressive, and Sam Kane. Could win the battle on the deck, Kano and Reed. Or... I'm not sure Sam Kane can. I mean, I, I think uh, I'm not saying Sam Kane is bad by any stretch. I am saying that the drop off from McCaw to Kane is bloody enormous. It's also enormous simply because McCaw gets the decisions. Yeah, and we have seen. Ask them. Ask Mac Mac Vesic how easy it is to win turnovers when you when you don't have the reputation. <laughs> We have seen the decisions go against the New Zealand teams in in this uh, tour so yeah. far. And the, the last thing I'm going to mention is if all the New Zealand teams play in a certain way, you know, like mirror the All Blacks to a certain degree because they're all aiming for the same thing, this pathway to the All Blacks, I've not been that impressed, quite frankly. I've not seen the wonderful skills. I've not seen anything which people rave about. Unless they've been keeping what? it... Ju- I haven't. Um, unless they've been have, keeping... you, have you have you watched them? Because that that can that could be the only way that you're. Uh... So those no, Crusaders, the, the the best team that they have to, that they have to offer, didn't even get over the try. Uh, didn't even get. Oh get come over the try, on! Oh, well, well, no, I just like I. I'd, well, I'd well, well, to, well, where I'd, is I'd, it? I'd prefer. To, well, that's like going. That's like going. 
Well, I've, you know, I've seen England. Uh, you know, I, I've heard England are good, but uh, I give watched me Bristol. Your, give me your... I, I, I watched Bristol in the Premiership and they were rubbish, so oh, I'm just not impressed. Oh, my word. Amazing. Um, give me your highlight. Give me your, like, highlight of skills which you've seen, the, the things which just blown you just away. Just a reminder, you're listening to the JB Rugby podcast. Um no, I'd rather I'd rather talk about. Um, I'd, I think the the best comparison and the best reference point is the game they played last week, because that was the New Zealand team playing last week. That's a terrible reference point because they're playing a Samoa team that were just throw, thrown together and all at six and seven. So you couldn't pick right, well, a, let, pick a right, worse well, reference. Let, let, let's use let's use um, a Highlanders or a Canterbury game with with none of the, with very few of the players that will be involved on Saturday instead. Or, or the Blues. I mean, and, I think I think the Blues setup. would be probably the best way the best way to look at this because they had most of their all blacks the crusaders had most of their all blacks yes the blues won the crusaders lost but between those two games you would really struggle to say oh look at these amazing skills and maybe it's because the lions defense puts them under so much pressure and it's hard to execute the um, execute these things i would say that has a lot to, a lot to do with it i i do think you have a point now you are tim you also have a very good point that the virtually every game Lions were playing against understrength um, New Zealand teams, and even when they were full strength, you're playing against a Crusaders team who are used to running in uh, 13 tries against a game against the Melbourne Rebels and yeah. the Sun Wolves. Um, but we've not actually seen all of the silky skills that we were expecting to from the New Zealand teams. No, I, I've seen fairly few of them, to be quite frank. But that doesn't mean that. By the way, it doesn't mean that they don't exist. I'm no, just saying. Has so been far, a factor there. weather has been a factor there, and there's yep. rain forecast for Saturday. Yeah, bring it on. That is true. Bring and that, it on. I think. I think the the weather gives. So there's little bits that are all starting to move pieces in in Lions' favour, and I think the weather is another one. I I fancy that the team, the Lions team, a bit more when it's wet and when it can you can you can almost take out some of those offloads and some of those fifty-fifty yeah. skills. Now, Having said this, and it, is, it was a point made on Green and Gold, and it, absolutely, they're absolutely correct, this game, even though I've called it a four-point win for Lions, will probably turn on a bit of magic by someone. And magic, I so think... Really is, Bombo? Yeah, exactly. Uh, three, three cheers. Um, I, yeah, and I guess if, if it, is, if it is, is a tight game and we are relying on a bit of magic to conjure, the, conjure up the winner, maybe that's when the All Blacks do pull ahead yeah when you when Bowden Barrett or Aaron Smith yeah or Sonny Bill Ryan Crotty Dag or Ben Smith or we've not yet mentioned him but he is back Kieran Reed. yeah in the outside centre channel <laughs> yeah Doing absolutely what... and I would but to, uh, to contrast uh, what Phil was saying about the the Lions bench that New Zealand bench pretty explosive it is in it's the back good. line and the back row and back line so whereas we have uh, we have Warburton, really great player, but not massive in, massively impactful. Ardi Surveyor, perfect impact then, player. Yeah, incredible. Yeah, and then you've got uh, you've got either Cruden or Sopoanga. So a really kind of who is the All Black in, replacement ten? option off the bench, and Lynette Brown as well is absolute class. Lynette Brown is class. It must have been a very tight call between him and, and Crotty for that outside centre slot. Um, the the ten they've they've actually named presumably because of uh, fitness concerns. Oh, is it like one or the other, and they're making a late call? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Cruden and Sapuanga. Interesting. Both. I mean, uh, look, it, I'm saying that New Zealand is still probably 
the best team from the best rugby country in the best period that has, ev- that has ever <laughs> existed for that team or that country. But I, I've just got a feeling about it. They have also they have been beaten, as we say. We have seen them fallible in Chicago. We haven't seen them fallible in New Zealand for a very, very long time. Do you know when the last time they lost was? Oh, in New Zealand. Was it in, was it England before? No, no, because it because they obviously got Super Rugby. It must have been because Australia haven't won there for years. So I'm going to say South Africa. I'm going to say England. Six years ago. South or England Afri- before the, It's not England before the World Cup. England 2002. Oh, <laughs> no, it's not that long. It's not that long ago. They have lost a handful of times since then. The last time was uh, just over eight years ago. Eight years ago. So last time, lost, <laughs> just over eight years ago in Dunedin against France. Really? No, France, yeah, 2000. Of course it was France. Of course it was France. 2009. So, yeah, they've not... It breaks... Uh, I'm looking at a record of New Zealand. It breaks them down into 10-year periods. And so, obviously, from 2010 onwards, not lost a single home game. They've only lost five games since 2010 total. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. <sighs> oh, no. Scratch that. Six games. <laughs> wow. A whole 20% higher, Phil. Yeah. Stats well, wrong. to be fair, out, out of, hang on, mate. Out of about 70 games. <laughs> hang on mate I think you're being a bit unfair there because I think the Lions have only lost six in the same sort of time frame uh, <laughs> it depends if you count test matches yeah or yeah because they've lost they probably lost that many well they've lost two on two on tour and then they won they lost one to Australia maybe one other one against the Brumbies yeah so there you go yeah that's pretty Lions are actually ahead on this They've won few, on this they, metric. They, they've lost fewer games, but Let, leave it there. Leave it <laughs> okay, there. okay. Leave it there. Don't baffle <laughs> so me with I, your I'm, facts. <laughs> I, I'm calling it, and it's really uh, so predictable. It's not a bold call at all. But uh, following on from what you said about a bit of magic, I, I think the game will be won by a bit of magic from Barrett, or Owen Farrell will fully announce himself as a world class player. Hmm. It's those two tens. Yeah, Phil. Right. Okay. Shall we do our Leo Vegas pick, pick of the week? Okay. Tim, where where can we make these? Make, where can we make some bets, Tim? If we so decide to do so. Oh, LeoVegas.com. They love their rugby. They, as you might have seen them, their name on the back of Leicester Tigers shorts. They partner Leicester Tigers, and they wanted a podcast. So obviously, they came to us. They love their rugby. We do as well. Get to LeoVegas.com. They've got loads of in-game betting, cash-out options, all sorts of stuff, that, uh, and the widest variety and the best as well, in our opinion. So get on there, LeoVegas.com. Uh, uh, obviously our pick of the week our game that we're focusing on is this one New Zealand v British and Irish Lions first test Auckland 8.35am kickoff. Oh, what hacker do you reckon New Zealand will do, oh. will they do the Kapo the Panga or the or the Kamate <laughs> uh, I like the Kamate person I, 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 okay it's in their home ground it's in New Zealand I've got full respect for the hacker in this situation over there Yeah, it's all the other ones I can't stand this is this. This is, is what the hackers designed for. We're allowed to be excited for this one. Completely agree. Um, Kamate, yeah, go with that one. <laughs> I'm hoping they do the Capo Panga. I actually oh, no, that one, that one, yeah, that one. We've been we've been knocking the uh, the, the number of hackers. There's opportunity, but Warren Gatlin said at the start before the tour, he thought that by the time the test matches come. The team will be completely numb to the hacker, and that's that's probably true. Do you know what? That's a bloody good point. Yeah, 
I, I think the, the hacker can be incredibly powerful when it's used at the right time. Like, everything in moderation. Yeah. It's like... It's like if you gave the Lions cocaine every night on tour, and then on their big night out they had a bit more cocaine. Yeah. What would be the point? Yeah. You ruined it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so less hackers. And also, you know, less spears, less swords, less everything. Just go back to doing a hacker once. And only do it at home, too. Yeah. Make make it special. So, predictions. (laughs) Um, I believe I believe more than I did. I'm still, I still think, I, and we, ha- I think we have to win the first test to win the series. I, I can't. Yeah. I just think it's going to get harder and harder because um, the All Blacks will get more and more into their groove. It's the start of their season, remember. Um, I think the All Blacks by six. Hmm. I definitely agree with you, Tim. Uh, in that I am more confident than, than I've been, uh, but I still think that New Zealand are going to win. I am going to go for New Zealand by eight. Mm. I've always said Lions by four. It'll be Lions by one going into the last 70. Audi Surveyor is going to give away a penalty, and he's going <laughs> to give it away on the seventh, uh, on the 78th minute. So Lions by four. Lions by four. That's how it's, <laughs> it's going to go. I cannot I wait. wait. Cannot I'm wait. so excited. It's going to be a long are ranger. A bit, are you a little bit annoyed you're on a stag do, JB? No, because I'm with a good bunch of boys, uh, all of whom are pretty much, have all played for the RGC. Um, <laughs> Ding. Uh, uh, there we go. And uh, it's going to be one hell of a weekend. And I'm looking forward to having a few beers and then calling in to chat to you boys. So in the way, in a way, I've got the best of both worlds. Very good. I can't bring it on. Cannot wait. I'm so excited. I, I genuinely am. I don't often get excited, but <laughs> I'm really, really excited for this. Because you've watched too much rugby. You've uh, nulled your pleasure senses. Exactly what I've done. Like too many hackers. Too many hackers. I've thought of a um, Too many hackers in the dance. I, I need to send this in an em- in an envelope, sealed envelope, to, to my house so I can patent this and no one can nick it. But there should be like a Lions version of an advent calendar. <laughs> a, 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 a ladvent calendar. Oh, <laughs> what would be but behind like, the windows? Kid... <laughs> Haskell in various states of undress. Uh, a Ladvent calendar, right? So you want something here? I mean, yes, of course, for the lions. But would it be things like you open up one window and it's Manu Tuolangi diving off a ferry? The other one <laughs> yes. is um, oh, what was his name? Zach Guilford naked on an island, bleeding. Yeah, crashing. <laughs> <laughs> covered in his own blood completely naked uh yeah there's a, a, a this has got legs <laughs> right. uh, oh oh um, ours. and what would be what what would be the the main one hmm um who's the ultimate rugby lad i know what it'd be it'd be ellis genge but it'd just be a question mark <laughs> <laughs> You'll never know. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> Nailed it. That's that's genuinely. I reckon that I could sell. I, I, let's build them for Christmas. Yeah. Yes. There you go. What Egg a... Chaser's Ladvent calendar is coming. Yeah. <laughs> In fact, I feel like we should delete this off the podcast because that's so good. Someone will steal it. Mm, yeah. yeah, they will, won't they? Oh well. Oh well. JB, get your patent lawyer. 
Yes, I will. On, the, on the end of the phone now. Lawyer up. Uh, right. Why don't you? Um, why don't you tell everyone where where they can find us, Tim, and, and we'll go. Well, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you where you can find some wonderful Blazers shirts, chinos, polo shirts, wonderful discerning rugby gentleman attire, and that's ragingbull.co.uk, where you can get 15% off any purchase uh, by using the code EGG15. Fill your boots. We love their stuff. We think you will as well. You can find us uh, on the Apple Podcast Store. Hit subscribe. You can find us on Acast. Hit subscribe. You can find us on Twitter at Rugby Podcast. On Instagram, Egg Chasers Podcast. You can find us on where else is there? Facebook, and meet us for a beer in, in... Cholton. We're, we're often in Cholton. Yeah, yeah. find we're... us all in all sorts of places. Yeah, all right. Uh, there uh, you go. Uh, Flattery's Pub uh, in Barcelona on Saturday morning. You can find us ev- everywhere. Beautiful stuff. Excellent. Right. Well, see you uh, on Sunday, boys. Oh, hang on. See you on. Speak to you on Saturday. See you on Sunday. Perfect. Get in. Nice one. Nice one, lads. Let the boys play. Let the boys play. Bye-bye. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Acast anbefaler. Mit navn er Anders Morgenthaler. Over for mig sidder Roald Bergmann. Vi har lavet en ny podcast, der hedder Dopaminklubben. Og Dopaminklubben er en klub, hvor ADHD er fucking sjovt, og hvor det griner. Det behøver ikke at være super alvorligt. Vi skider skide af alle de der podcasts og forklarer mig nederen der. Vi gør grin med vores ADHD. Mulig ADHD. Ja, vi udreder mig, fordi nogen siger, at jeg har det. Jeg ved det ikke rigtigt, det finder vi ud af. Vi har i hvert fald lavet vedmål. Ind og lytte til Dopaminklubben. Hver uge udkommer vi. Der laver vi sjov og med at have den her vidunderlige dopaminmakle.